the world is in the mind. So we say we make our way to the temple, it's 8.30 in the morning, spring equinox, sunny day, all those ordinary everyday perceptions of the world. Amaravati, winter retreat routine. Me moving around in the world. Was over there, now I'm here, we'll go over there. Our attention is easily dominated by these perceptions. Time, place, identity. Seems so ordinary, so matter of fact. Seems like the real world. This is why we stop. We have retreats, silence, solitude, seclusion. To change the perspective. See, the world happens here. We never really go anywhere. Everywhere we have ever been, in terms of geography, our entire life, wherever you were, it was always exactly here. Regardless of the spot on the planet or up in the air. It was always here. Nobody goes anywhere. It's just conditions of mind that are changing. We stop, sit still, be quiet, seek solitude, to change the perspective in this way, to realize the world happens here, it's known here arises and ceases right here, in this very field of awareness. And when there's that realization that the world happens here, this mind's version of the world, its representation of the world, then there's the opportunity to awaken, to realize the fundamental quality of stillness, peacefulness. If you're always here, where is there to go? What's the hurry? If it's always now, what are you looking forward to? If the Dhamma is akalika, timeless, sanditika, apparent here and now, why do we look forward to something over there? If the ultimate reality of things is here already. So he said, still, be quiet. Seek solitude to change the perspective in this way. And Pocha used the image of still flowing water. Perceptions flow, change, come and go. Thoughts, feelings, 
sensations of the body moving, walking, sitting, standing, lying down, doing things. But every one of those perceptions of movement happens here. Now, there are different ways we can reflect on this idea of still flowing water. But I would say it's helpful to not, not to consider that stillness as a, a thing that was moving that has now stopped. A thing that began has now come to a, a finish. Rather, that stillness is the stillness which is this awareness which is outside of time, ever-present. It's not the stillness of having been walking and then stopping, standing. It's a whole different quality. Outside the realm of time. Outside of three-dimensional space. So it's a perfect stillness. It can't be interrupted by time, by activity. It's perfect rest, ease. This is the essence of vipassana meditation. This is the quality that practice is aiming to establish, fulfill, quality of being awake, being that aware, open space that receives thoughts and feelings, sensations in the body, sounds, ideas, emotions, being that awake, open space that receives all things, knows all things, lets go of all things. It is ever-present. It is the very center of experience. Well, the more that we use the, the meditation practice, the vipassana practice, to clarify this quality of awaken, open awareness, then the more it can accommodate different perceptions, heat and cold, coming and going, comfort, discomfort, hunger, fullness, praise and criticism, gain and loss, like a, the open space of this temple can accommodate all people, young and old, tall and short, every nationality, the space takes everybody in, lets everybody out. The space is essentially undisturbed by what comes and goes within it. The mind that is awake and aware has that same quality of accommodating, 
spaciousness, the stillness that we feel in the temple is a symbol of that stillness of this awake, aware mind. It's not identified with time, identity, or place. When we establish that quality of openness, receptivity, spaciousness, sitting here with our eyes closed, body still, those are the most supportive conditions for most people to cultivate this quality of attention, openness, and to get a sense of that quality of stillness. fundamental timeless unwavering quality of attention that is the center of all experience sitting still in a quiet place eyes closed those are the most supportive conditions to clarify this quality of open, receptive awareness. Noticing sounds, feelings in the body, different thoughts arising, passing away. Well, these are the most supportive conditions to establish and clarify that quality. But if it's only sustainable, if our eyes are closed and the body is still, then it's not very robust, it's not very stable, strong. It's not a reliable resource. The spiritual skill that is then developed by sustaining that same quality of stillness even as the body moves. Not just the in and out breath, but standing up, opening the eyes, walking around. Going places, doing walking meditation, joining together for the mealtime, engaging with others in those active and interactive situations, can that same quality of perfect stillness that allows and knows the flow of perceptions, can that be sustained? Can the heart still know that stillness within the, the flow, flowing within the stillness when we're eating, talking, engaging with others? Yesterday I had to go to London, sitting on a train, walking through Houston, Perceptions of this, the, uh, the town of London. 
wintry afternoon. If there's skillfulness, then it's just the perceptions of London arising, passing away, the body moving down a chilly street on a Tuesday afternoon. Nobody's going anywhere. It's just the conditions of mind changing. Meeting people, talking, arriving, leaving. That fundamental stillness, that timeless quality of awareness itself, presence of mind, doesn't have to be disturbed at all. Even with responsibility, decision-making, engagement with emotion, activity, that stillness, spaciousness, inner silence can be maintained even in the presence of sound, activity, choice, movement. It doesn't have to be lost or obscured. One way to sustain this quality of presence of mind, to sustain this perspective, to recollect that stillness that is there behind all the movement, the silence behind the sound. The space within and permeating form is to cultivate the inner listening, listening to the inner sound. There in the background of our hearing, subtle vibration, ever present, can be ignored, avoided. But if it's attended to, it's there as a reminder in the background. Even as I'm speaking, there it is in the background of my hearing. When you see the landscape, look at the sky, the sound is there. The body's walking along, the sound is there. The body's sitting still, the sound is there. Doing the washing up, brushing the teeth, getting up, lying down, the sound is still there. So we can cultivate this as a ever-present companion that helps to to trigger, to awaken that recognition of the stillness that's always present, the timeless quality of awareness. Subtle sound, vibrations, always there in the background, saying, oh yes, of course, this is thought. Feeling, sound, sight, smell, taste, touch, arising, passing away, here. It's an easily available reminder. These are patterns of consciousness, organic patterns of change, arising, ceasing, known here within this space of awareness. And an act of listening, just 
noticing, paying attention to that inner sound, the nada, awakens that intuition. That, oh yes, of course. This is a, a mental event, a pattern of experience. It's essentially what's happening. Aha. And in that, that moment of recognition, arising from the listening, there's a relaxation, an easing. The heart recognizes, where is there to go to? What's there to do? What's the rush? Why was this so important? There's a relaxing, an easing. In that moment, the heart intuits, awakens it to its own limitless, timeless nature. The nature of the Dhamma itself. The heart saying, oh yes, of course. I forgot. And in that moment, there's peacefulness. Wholeness. Clarity. Profound quality of ease.